Cap J Hood. Follow on Instagram at Cap J Hood. This is ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. That's why I say Shot, no shot. With Cap and J Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN app. That's why I or No Shot is brought to you by Points Bet Sportsbook at Hawthorne Racecourse. Points Bet Sportsbook is now open. Download the Points Bet app right now. Stop by Hawthorne Racecourse, register your account, and Points Bet through their awesome head of content. Teddy Greenstein would like you to know no juice on NFL games the entire month of September. That's amazing. All right, crank it up, Danny. Gentlemen and birthday boy. Welcome back, Danny. Welcome back, Goodrow. Good to see you. You look younger and healthier and fitter than ever, my man. Happy New Year, Danny. Lashana Tovah to you, Cap, and all our Jewish listeners and not Jewish listeners. Happy, healthy New Year to you guys, too. Remember, I sent the text early before Cap did. You did. did. With an effect. Yes. With the Shazam effect. How about that? Love it. Nice. He taught me how to do the, what is it, the bubble screen or where the yes. whole screen explodes. Yes. That's well, awesome. How did you do that? Yes. Very good. All right, Danny. All right, boys, let's stick with the Bears. The Bears are hot. After winning, after signing a four-year, $58.4 million contract extension in January of 2020, Bears safety Eddie Jackson did not play up to anyone's standards or expectations last season. So I ask you, gentlemen. By the time we get a black, what did you say, Eddie? What's that, Eddie? <laughs> we got that in the system still. That's still Carlos, one of my you better say what I'd like to hear. Oh, oh, all right, Carlos. It's the sorry. greatest. On Come on, Carlos. Oh, oh, all right. It's the best. Oh, you're a black quarterback. Yeah. By time we get us a real, you know what uh, I'm saying? Let's go, man. Let's go, man. No, what do you mean? No, what are you saying? What, what are you saying there, Ed? Carlos, you better say what I'd like to hear. Okay, well. That's the best. All right, don't get hot. Go ahead, Danny. So, gentlemen, after signing the four-year, $58.4 million extension and not playing up to anyone's standards last year, I ask you, shot or no shot, Eddie Jackson has the most to prove on the Bears' defense this upcoming season. That's a no shot. Uh, That would be Khalil Mack or Robert Quinn. I mean, he's on the team photo for sure. But I'm looking at that those front-line guys, the big-money guys. That's what I'm looking at, pal. They got to perform. They got to step up. I'm riding with you. They, look, with a questionable back end, you have got to get pressure on the quarterback, stuff the running lanes. Let's go. That front seven's got to play. I mean, Waddle's not too high on Eddie Jackson, but you know what? We believe he can get it done because Waddle, when he's going through his top 15, I mean, he bashed the kid. I mean, it's unbelievable. Crushed him. I mean, I I don't understand. I mean, Waddle, I understand. He's close to the Bears, former Bear, but there's the idea. He doesn't have good relationships with the Bears. I mean, this whole thing with a That's Jonathan Hood, that's, Tommy. That, 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 that's, this whole thing with Akeem Hicks and his whole thing with Eddie Jackson. A lot of heat there. Is there heat? A lot of heat. So give me one uh, name, that, each of you, that has that, the Tommy. most to prove on the Bears' defense. Give me a name. Can't just most, say no shot. You have to, to give me a name. Jalen Johnson. Khalil got Mack. the most to prove. Khalil Mack. Khalil I know Mack. what Khalil is. He's got to stay healthy. I think he was more injured than he let on last year. But he just pl- he said, no excuses. I get paid a lot to get to the quarterback, and I didn't do it enough. Did you hear our caller earlier compare Khalil to, like, Giannis and LeBron? Yeah. That's 
that's high praise. High praise. So that, that means that he still feels that Khalil's a top 10 player in the league. Correct. Okay. Show it. Show it. Like, I want the guy from 18. Remember when oh my the Green Bay game, he just wreaked havoc? Yeah. And then all season long, that's the guy that's got to be there. Yeah. Sunday night, whoa, what happened to Matt Stafford? Got knocked out. Khalil got him. Uh, Tommy's not too high on him either, so he's not high on Khalil Mack either. There's heat there, too. Yes, he is. No, I'm just telling you. Me and Tom, we don't have the conversations that you and him. We have different conversations. Okay. Yeah, Tommy not too high on Khalil Mack either. Wow. Danny. <laughs> it's almost as if Jonathan Hood can read my mind because Khalil Mack is next up on my list. Khalil Mack was brilliant in his first season with the Bears. He had 12 and a half sacks in 14 games, including eight sacks in his first eight starts. The Bears' single-season sack record is 17 and a half sacks set in 1984 by Richard Dent. We now have 17 regular season games. So I ask you, gentlemen, shot or no shot, Khalil Mack will break this record. His career high in a season is 15 with the Raiders in 2015, by the way. Shot! Shot! I'm doubling down. Shot! When you're getting your head kicked in in your prediction, double down! All right. It's 15, huh? His career, he had 15 sacks with the Raiders in 2015. The Bears' single-season record is 17-and-a-half. Now, yeah. there's one extra game, one extra game. That's a no-shot. That's not happening. It, they will spread the wealth if they're going to get after the quarterback. It won't just be one guy. He'll be double-teamed. Boom, here comes Robert Quinn. Double-teamed. Boom, here comes Hicks. Double-teamed. Boom, here comes Roquan Smith. That's how it's going to work. Spread the wealth, pal. Can't just be one guy. I think it's going to be multiple guys. Danny. Gentlemen, the NFL season opens tomorrow. Cowboys, Bucks, can't wait. Many fans and players were thrilled when the NFL loosened the rules around jersey numbers, allowing defensive players to wear single-digit numbers for the first time in decades. Tom Brady, the quarterback of the Bucks who play tomorrow, was not thrilled. He spoke out against the rule change in a recent interview with the Tampa Bay Times, saying that he's going to be at a disadvantage in the opener. Quote, literally, guys change their numbers today. I'm playing two guys who had different numbers in the preseason, end quote. So I ask you guys, shot or no shot, the new number rule is an advantage for the defense over the offense. It's a freaking number. No shot. Well, he's got to be able to identify the players. Who, you know, he calls out at the line. He see, th- th- there's a mic right there. And watch that guy, blah, blah. No, the, the number thing is way. The guys feel better in the number. That's fine. But in terms of affecting the game, no shot. Well, you should know your personnel without knowing the number, right, Danny? Can you, can you know your personnel and not necessarily memorize what the number is at that position or no? Yeah, I think so. But, I mean, it does help to know, you know, Brian Erlacher's number 54. I just have to look for 5-4. Like, now all of a sudden you're looking for guys that you might not be able to identify by jersey number. I mean, it is a fair thing for him to say he's at a disadvantage when he's scanning the field with his eyes and he's seeing a number. There's number nine. Who the hell's number nine? I don't remember a number nine. In all my film study, there wasn't a number nine. Now there's a number nine. The great one doesn't need an excuse. So if, the, if there's a little slippage, I don't want him to be like, well, I would have been able to identify my receiver, but I just didn't know who the corner was because the number changed. Yeah, if somebody comes out and goes, I didn't know Aaron Donald switched his number. Stop. It's Aaron Donald. You know who it is. 
Yeah, but he and he also pointed out like it's a lot more work now for running backs because like running backs have to know who they have to block. They have to be aware of the number changes. It's just one more thing that they have to learn going into the game. He's Tom Brady. He can identify it. He also is the guy that goes to the restaurant and says, where's the menu? What do you mean I got to use my QR code? I got to put my phone up here now. I want to see a menu. Right. Can Tom Brady menu, doesn't please? order off the menu. Yes, he does? No, he does not. Where, wherever Tom Brady goes, they make what Tom Brady wants. So that so those Subway commercials are a lie? <laughs> exactly. Tom Brady has never eaten a Subway sandwich in his life. Well, that's a lie. That's not true. I, I bet I could find a cafeteria worker back in college that could tell you he had sandwiches. Yeah, about just, that? just look at his combine picture. <laughs> exactly. How about that? He, he had it once upon a time. He just changed his lifestyle. That's all. That's it. That's the story. That's it. How about that, Danny? I believe you. There's a lady with a Fukudome shirt. See her right there? Look, yeah, right there in the blue, going across the street. Yep. Coast K. <laughs> a, a sister walking down the street. Fukudome. How you doing? Where'd you get that jersey? I have no idea what it says. I bought it for a dollar at a secondhand store. <laughs> Danny. Gentlemen, look, look the Chicago her, Cubs are playing their Danny. best. Yes. She's going into Chick- Chick-fil-A. There she goes. At oh, least she's shit. not wearing the hat. Remember she, that? Oh, yes, I can remember the cap. Not great. Gentlemen, the Cubs are playing their best baseball of the season. Their win on Monday against the Reds gave them their season-high seventh consecutive victory. It represents their longest winning streak since winning seven straight in, from April to May in 2019. Can you believe that? Wow. The Cubs also homered in their 14th straight game, which is the longest active streak in the National League. So I ask you guys, shot or no shot, this unexpected success, this fool's gold, is bad news for Cubs fans who want this team to be completely rebuilt no shot jed hoyer's not that stupid jed's a brilliant dude man he absolutely knows exactly what this team is and what it isn't no this is not fool's gold he's not going to be swayed by a four-game sweep of a triple-a pirates club no it does mess up your draft status doesn't it all this winning Whatever. It does, doesn't it? I mean, yeah, officially I mean, it does. Not, so you're not going to get in the top five. I would have preferred that. But you know what? Let these guys just go out and play as hard as they can, oh. which they do. And by the way, uh, I'm going to digress to balls and strikes for just a moment. You always do. That's correct. That's, oh, it, he's bringing out the stat yeah. that in the IDOT bullpen really was riveting. Yes, and IDOT reminds oh. you to start seeing motorcycles. Motorcycle oh. safety is everyone's responsibility. Still got some time with beautiful weather, so be careful out there, please, and pay attention. Learn more at Life or Death Illinois. Dot com. It didn't say any of that, but go ahead. I, I didn't know they were getting the weather report. <laughs> You guys are amazing. It's just, it's, uh, Cappy Volkman here. Uh, Frank Schwindel has had 157 plate appearances. Yep. Since the 30th of July, he has the highest batting average in baseball. Uh-huh. Oh, we don't use batting average. Okay. Guess what? He's got 11 home runs, 33 RBIs. Oh, and his wins above replacement, war, which we do use, yes, 1.4. Our guy, Anthony Rizzo, in 400. 85 plate appearances, three times the number. His war, the exact same. Just saying. Just leaving it there. So there you go, Danny. Schwindel, part of your future. 
Schwindel Probably getting it done. not, but That's, it's cool to watch. You know, step out of the way. We're talking, if you're going to make that case, you got to make the case for Schwindel being the guy. He'll go to so, camp. you got to earn a job. That's there we all. go. Ortega, Schwindel, that's part of the, the youth movement for the Chicago Cubs. One's 29, one's 30. They're not youth. So is this a proposal for a Schwindy City hit on Cap'n J. Hood every Tuesday in the baseball season? Uh, if he goes to the All-Star game next year. I'll quit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to have another guy that's going to just whisper into the mic for for 15 minutes. I know you guys are the home of the White Sox. Would you like a Tim Anderson hit? No, we're going with Schwindel. No. Danny, do something about that. Danny? No, thanks, guys. Schwindel, no thanks. Uh, I couldn't pick him out of the line. Uh, no, out of the lineup. to the Schwindy City. Uh, I don't know. I think we're going to be okay. Mm. He's actually more personable. Who, Schwindel? Right. How do you know? I, you don't go to the ballpark anymore. I never know where I'm at. You're not at the ballpark anymore. A strange injury in Oakland last night. All right, Danny. I had a great that? next one. That's next. Danny, go ahead. This is Cap and Jay Hood. Follow on Instagram at, at Cap Jay Hood. This is ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Eight thirty-six in the great city of Chicago with Jonathan Hood, who celebrated a big birthday yesterday, and. Went out to dinner with his wife. I had a nice chat with you. I even sang to you for your birthday. Did you like that? Uh, yeah, I liked it. Like a brick in the face, I liked it. You're better than that. I mean, you're just, I mean, you're no, you know, Lawrence Welk. <laughs> Jesse Rogers <laughs> joins us now here on Cap and Jay Hood. Jesse, good morning. How are you? I'm good. Good morning. Good and happy birthday, Jonathan. I did not know that. I hope you had a good day. Oh, I don't know. You know, don't know that. I mean, it was on every billboard in the city. Okay, <laughs> sixty-four. He does not look it. <laughs> you do not look a day over fifty-two. How about that, Jesse? A little Sox action, beating the A's, a little West Coast. Uh, my partner here could not stay up, but I watched every pitch. Your thoughts, sir? The Sox. Uh, get the job done in Oakland, a house of horrors for them over the years. Yeah, I stay up so you guys don't have to. I, 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 I certainly got on those Zooms afterwards. I actually thought it was one of the better games of the year, to be honest. When you consider it's Jimmy Lambert starting, right? It's on the road where they are basically a 500 team. They're playing without Tim Anderson, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I thought they, they played well. Um, the eighth inning had a little hiccup, but Kimbrough got out of it, and they and they shut the door. I actually thought it was one of their better wins especially when Lambert settled down. He looked a little shaky early. Uh, but this is what the Sox have done, and it reminds me a little bit of, of, of the things I've heard in the last five years, going back to the Cubs' uh, you know, glory days with the young players, is that young players now have to come up and make a difference like never before. You are not hazed anymore. You are not treated like a rookie. You are, you are brought into the family. And think about the Sox young players from Sheets and Vaughn to Lambert that have um, contributed, and it just wasn't like that in the old days. And I saw that with the 15-16 Cubs as well. So I just thought it was a really good win when you consider they're one game behind the Astros for home field in that first round. Houston with two runs in the ninth, win it in the tenth. So they won last night. You had to keep pace with them. Both these teams are so much better. I'm talking about the Astros and White Sox at home than on the road. So I feel like home field is important. Um, Getting healthy is number one. But getting that home field should be right there 1A. 
Jesse, what is the biggest concern you have as this club, you know, makes its way to the postseason? I think the White Sox are what a half game or a game behind Houston, have home field advantage in that series. I mean, if you really narrow this thing down, I mean, the matchups, White Sox and Houston, or you've got uh, Boston and the Yankees. I mean, it's going to be a tough gauntlet to run through. What's the oh, you biggest, better believe it. biggest concern you have? Yeah, the American League playoffs are going to be great. I mean, they are going to be great. Uh, look, maybe three weeks ago I would have said making sure Kimbrell and, and Hendricks have that role locked down, like, you know, uh, it was a little shaky there for a moment, mostly, you know, on Kimbrell's part pitching in the eighth. And, and by the way, he came into a dirty inning last night, which I think is a, an important sort of experience for him. He hasn't done that a ton in his career. He gave up a hit, but then he shut the door. I, I like that uh, that idea, getting him in there in some dirty innings. But that's not my concern. I think it's obvious that their injuries on the mound now, something they've avoided all season, are happening at the worst time of year. Oh, it's a knee for Lance Lynn. Okay, probably not a big deal. Gilito, leg injury, probably not a big deal. But certainly Rodon now being pushed back after that injured list stint is a concern. I don't think there's any doubt. But bigger picture, if you think about it, the three of them you know, might get a couple starts here as, as the season winds down. But you, are they going to be on a roll? You want to see them on a roll. Now maybe, you know, and I asked Gilito about this, maybe it only takes one start. Yeah, if, if you're out for a couple of weeks and you have that good one start at the end of September, that's all you need. But as a fan, if you've watched them all season, I think you feel a little nervous. Jay Hood, you tell me when they're not in the lineup in September, right? Yeah, you just it, want to see them rolling, and right now they're not rolling because they're not pitching. My hope is is that at the end of you know at the end of September we'll be able to see a lot of these guys healthy. The Lens Gilitos. I don't want them to take a step back when they do return. I want them to be right on target as they were when they were in the rotation. My my question is about Tim Anderson. So it is interesting to watch Tim because Tim was just taking time off before he was in the on the injured list, but there's no timetable. What have you heard about Tim as far as his return? Is it imminent? I, I think they're just being cautious. I really do. Extra cautious. Remember, he played through some of this. I think if this was the playoffs, he'd be playing. Where if this was the playoffs, you'd still be a little nervous about Rodon or, or, or the other injuries to that staff. So I, I, I you know, he's on the IL, so they're going to take the full ten days. He doesn't have to ask to be in the lineup every day. So let's see how this plays out. I mean, it's not like he was ever a guy that had to leave a game, right? It was just like they were maintenance with these legs and the guy that he uses his legs so much for his game, both offensively and defensively. I'm not overly concerned. I'm just not with Tim Anderson. I, now, again, almost like the pitchers, though, you want to see him in the lineup though, for about two, three weeks just to get on that roll. Maybe it just mean you know maybe it just means ten games. Whatever it is, whatever the amount is. And I tried to ask Giolito that. You know, what do you need to feel like you're rolling? And he really didn't have a great answer. And maybe these players just don't know because they they've never you know other than last year they haven't been through this sort of prepping for the playoffs and certainly not over 162, J-Hood. So I think I'm okay with Anderson, but you're right. If he's hurting, that's a big question mark because they're basically a 500 team without him in the lineup. But you have to hope that all the, the time off now will get the legs ready for the, for the stretch run. Jesse, before we wrap things up talking White Sox with you, the TV ratings I was able to glean from some sources in the industry – the White Sox, for the first time since 2006, when they were coming off a World Series and they still won 90 games, the White Sox are going to win the TV ratings battle. 
The NBC Sports Chicago won all five head-to-head games when it was Cubs-Sox because one was a national game on ESPN. Does that surprise you that the White Sox will not only win, but they'll win convincingly? Uh, only a tiny, not really. I, I, here's my feeling. If, if they were both winners and the so- winning teams and the Sox won the ratings battle, that would surprise me. If they were both losing teams and the Sox won the ratings battle. But the Sox have a World Series contender, and the Cubs have a team basically void of stars or names that a lot of people know. So it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't. Now, I guess if they run away with it, Maybe it's a little bit, but no, I mean, you know, you, you, you watch a winner. You don't watch a, a loser in a loser without stars. And I think that's important. As we talk about the Cubs' future, they've got to bring in some, some star players. Now, maybe Frank Schwindel will be a star. I don't know, but you know what I'm saying. Right now, it's Wilson Contreras and Kyle Hendricks for name recognition. And, and, and I don't think people are really – diehards are watching the Cubs because they watch. But in general, no, it doesn't surprise me when you have a team that good – a team that bad, there's going to be a difference in, 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 the, in the ratings. Based on your sources around the league, what is more likely, Jesse? Is it relocation or expansion for Major League Baseball? Because we were talking about the A's earlier. That's embarrassment. 4,000 people. I understand they, 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 they just don't draw well, but 4,000 people for a contending team, that's not good for baseball. Yeah, and they're already looking at Las Vegas. Well, I, I would say the answer is both, but first, relocation then expansion. I mean, their expansion's always on the table for every league eventually because they all, you know, they make so much money by expanding. But first is taking care of the A's and maybe the Rays because we don't know what's going to happen there either. And then after that, you might expand. So first is relocation, then expansion. Uh, but it is mid-September during the week, and this is my big thing about the season should be ending August 31st and playoffs should be in September. It's just midweek September baseball even on contenders, most of the time, you out of your don't mind. Draw. <laughs> you lost your mind. Me? August 31st. August yes. 31st. Yes. There's some End of the, the greatest season. games in history are in September in pennant races. Okay, and, so oh, the by pennant- the way, hey, Union, we're cutting your pay by a month. Good luck. Well, you're, you're, you're all, well, also getting an extra month of vacation, and you might extend some careers. Pitchers will get an extra year out of their career if they only threw 26 starts. And by the way, don't you think there'd be great games in August during the pennant races before football started? What's the difference? You just move the pennant race back or up a month. Never going to get great pennant race games. Never happening. August well, I wish 31st. it would because it, you, this this month gets lost to football. And then October people, I just feel like unless you're a city that loves, you know, has a team in it and that will be 10 cities. I get it. Mm-hmm. You're not really as interested. But anyway, this is why you don't draw in September, middle of the week because school has started and the summer's over. Jay hood. You never went to class, so there was no problem getting you there. <laughs> hey, we got to roll. Have a great day, okay? Uh, okay, guys. Take care. Thank see you, you, Jesse. Our guy, Jesse Rogers. In one hour, we give you the chance to see Monster Jam in Rosemont in a suite with Zetterman and Carmen. How about that? Up next, what the hell was Brian Kelly doing? We'll get into all of it. Next. David Kaplan. Jonathan Hood. This is Cap and Jay Hood. Follow on Twitter at, 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 at Cap J Hood. On ESPN 1000. And the ESPN Chicago app. app. Monster Jam winner, Carl Sankey. Of Volo, Illinois. Carl Sankey. 
Yep. Volo is where they had that car museum, isn't it? I don't know. Yes, I'm pretty sure the Volo Auto Museum. Isn't that what it was? Did you, you say the car museum? Yeah. Carm? No. Uh, car. Like automobile. Oh, thought you meant the Carm. That would be a great museum. They huh? need a much bigger town than Volo for a Carm Hall of Fame. You're right. There museum. is a Volo Car Museum. It's the Volo Auto Museum. And I think they have the Batmobile there. Didn't the Green Hornet have a little car he, he rode did. around yes, into? Yes, he did. I think that car was there. Um, God, what is that? Duke's a Hazard car. Mm-hmm. I think the... Uh, General Lee. The Burt Reynolds car from uh, Smokey and the Bandit. Great movies. Yes. Great movies. I'm pretty sure they've got a lot of those cars there. I've never been. It actually sounds like it'd be fun to see. I prefer the car museum myself. Over here, I think that's a trophy. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. I might have won it. I don't know. It's a little bourbon there. Yeah, maybe it's maybe, good. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. You know, we'll see. Well, we've got to find out. <laughs> Trends tell me that it's the trend is your friend. Yeah, I mean, Tampa could win or Dallas could win. It's, you know, it's a funny thing. Football. <laughs> so I, I like that museum better. Just going from tour to tour. Just go from exhibit to exhibit. Not sh- sure which way to go. Very, I like that. Very good. Um, so your thoughts on Britney Spears, you were saying. So Jamie Spears. It's Britney, bitch. Britney's dad, yes. Jamie, filed a, peti- a petition to end his conservatorship after 13 years. And now her fiancé, Sam, mm-hmm. has been out shopping for engagement rings. She was not allowed to get pregnant. Yep. She was not allowed to get engaged. She basically had very little of her own money. Like... Dude, that sounds like a living hell to me that she was caught in. Well, this is why it's fascinating. It's fascinating because think if that was you. That Every time I read these stories about Britney Spears, I think, what if that was me that was going through that where I couldn't live my life because it's pretty much under lock and key. My money, anything that I want to do, it's all locked up because of the courts, right? And so that's the thing I think about. Like, how how hard would that be for us? You in particular, Right. How does I mean? So you can't do anything besides sing, just just do your job or do your talk show, and then whatever else happens, I get your money, I get everything else that comes along with your life. Correct. You Horrible. can't go where you want to go. Right. You're it's, basically a prisoner. You're a prisoner in the open, I guess. Right. And uh, living your, you can't even live the life that you want to live. And so, he, I, the question I would have is: is that Jamie Spears, the dad? Why did he let this go now after 13 years? Peer pressure. This is an amazing study of peer pressure. Like the tides turned on him nationally between TMZ and Entertainment Tonight and Access Hollywood and everybody with the hashtag Free Britney. He gave in to peer pressure. Can you give in to peer pressure when, when you're in your 50s? Can, yes. There are people that do. Really? Aren't we all influenced to some degree? That's why I keep using that word to you. Mm. Metote, the outside voices, don't let them govern what you do. This is different. He legally had the power over her. But how many people are in? You saw the social dilemma. I did. Girl had 575 likes of her new hairstyle. Mm-hmm. 574 of them were, you look gorgeous. You're beautiful. She was like, what, 14, 15 years old, yeah. all her friends? And one, 
you have ugly ears. And so she took the hair and covered her ears and was devastated by that. By one. How about having somebody legally have the power to go, hey, Jonathan, you go do your show, you come right back to this house, and you do not go anywhere without my permission. Legally. And she's 39. 39 years old. Now, Danny, as a parent... There's something to be said for saying, hey, I got to watch over my kid, my child, to make sure that she's not losing her money, that make sure that she's you know, not going to just do drugs and OD. But I think it comes to a point where this is the most extreme example of trying to watch over your kid. In this case, for Jamie Spears, that was his asset. That was his money grab, his, yeah. his own daughter. We also have to, though, remember there has to be a reason that the court awarded him in a conservatorship. You know, like she was acting erratically. She was not making the greatest choices that's why she needed him to make these decisions for her. now obviously it was a huge abuse of power i think he took it a little bit too far mm-hmm. but like there had to be a reason for the court to say you know what you're not safe taking care of your own assets we need to put somebody in charge of you yeah i just but at, at 39 now you know it's not like her life's over but how's her life gonna be now moving forward that's kind of freedom her attorney is saying that he misused her finances. Mm-hmm. They want a forensic accountant to go through everything that he spent. And they said, just because you went to the court and said, I don't want to be the conservator anymore. I want out and let her go on with her life. Doesn't mean we're not going to get to the bottom of what you did. Does she get a top five smash hit from this now? Danny, that's the question. Does she sing about it? Yes. Does she get a hit out of this? That's the question. Or is she a lounge act at the, you know, the casino? Oh, I think she's going to be big. But how long, though? That's the question. Will she still be at the top of the charts next five, ten years from this? Maybe. That's the hope, right? I would think so. As she tries to rebuild her finances, she's going to sing. No I think, question. I think you're right, Cap. I think you're right about that. All right. We will cross talk with Carmen and Yurko in two minutes. Take that.